0: This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Friday, October 22nd. I'm Julia Caulfield. In today's headlines, booster shots come to San Miguel County, a sports update with Finton Cole, gondola planning picks up steam, and a mountain weather forecast. past week has been like a slow-motion race towards booster shots for many across the country and in San Miguel County. On Thursday, as the final hurdle, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention approved both Moderna and Johnson & Johnson booster shots. The Pfizer vaccine was approved for boosters roughly a month ago. In San Miguel County, public health jumped into action and began administering boosters on Friday at its planned vaccine clinic. Boosters are eligible for all residents who received a Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Moderna and Pfizer are available for residents 65 and older, those 18 and older with underlying conditions, and people who live or work in high-risk settings. Residents are also allowed to mix and match their COVID vaccine. Those who got J&J could get a Moderna or Pfizer as their booster or stick with Johnson. Individuals are encouraged to speak with their primary care provider if they have questions about which booster to get. Public health will continue to host bi-weekly COVID vaccine clinics. There will be a Moderna clinic on Thursday, November 4th at the Telski Wellness Center in Wagnerski Plaza in Mountain Village. There will be a Pfizer and Moderna clinic at the Telluride Intermediate School Gym on Friday, November 5th. Public Health will be providing first, second, and booster shots during the clinics. Registration is available at sanmiguelcountyco.gov coronavirus under the vaccine tab. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Touch this. Fall sports are plugging along at the Telluride High School. In this week's sports update, THS's Finton Cole keeps us in the loop on soccer and volleyball. I told you, homeboy, you can't touch this. This is Finton Cole on your sports update. Boys Varsity Soccer lost to the Bacosa Springs Pirates by a score of three to two. They are down to their last two games. If we don't win against the Caprock Academy Eagles, we'll miss the playoffs. The boys will have to work extremely hard to beat them. Girls Varsity Volleyball won to the Olave Pirates 3-1, to lost to the Ignacio Bobcats 3-2, to and won to the Mancos Blue Jays 3-2. to They played a home game against the Dolores Bears. If we find out they beat the Bears, the Bulldogs, the Mustangs, and the Mavericks, the ladies will make the tournament. Well, that was short, but your sports updates for the week have been given out. I'm Fintan Cole reporting live from Telleride High School, and we'll see you next week. 2020 was the year that never ended. 2021 may seem like it flew by, and each year the calendar ticks closer to 2027, the year the gondola will stop running if no one plans for the future.
1: The town no longer has to operate or maintain the gondola system. TMBOA no longer has to fund uh, the gondola system, and TSG no longer has to contribute the 1% of lift ticket sales.
0: That's Anton Benitez, CEO of the Telluride Mountain Village Owners Association. Luckily, people, including Benitez, are planning for the future. After a pause due to COVID, the Gondola Subcommittee, with representatives from Mountain Village, Telluride, TMBOA, Telski, San Miguel County, and the San Miguel Authority for Regional Transportation, are moving full steam ahead. This week, Benitez, along with Gondola Planning Consultant Miles Graham, went to Mountain Village Town Council to provide an update on the planning process. According to Graham, the gondola subcommittee has come to several key findings for moving forward. And on the whole, they're straightforward.
1: The gondola over the past 25 years has established itself as a community asset and that we want to continue working together so that that asset operates beyond 2027, and that to figure out what that future looks like, we want to continue to work together and map out our options and evaluate those options and come up with a consensus-based decision for what the future system looks like.
0: Graham notes the subcommittee sees the gondola fitting into the landscape of tourism for the region, but not as a catalyst for growth.
1: Rather, it's a management tool that can be used to mitigate some of the impacts related to growth. And because it does, as we looked at ridership, move on a busy day around 20,000 people Just for context, um, that's one of the busiest transit lines in the state of Colorado.
0: When thinking about primary drivers for moving the gondola forward.
1: Um, Really looking at system flexibility, cost of ownership, passenger flow, passenger satisfaction, and environmental impact are the big ones here.
0: He says there are three main options for what upgrades to the gondola could look like.
1: The first one being that um, continuous smaller upgrades. The second option is the major upgrade to the existing system, utilizing a lot of the infrastructure that's in the big today. The third option is a complete removal and replacement with a new system.
0: The gondola subcommittee still doesn't have a final answer on which option to move forward with. Each has its pros and cons in relation to the key drivers, like cost and flexibility. But the region is taking active steps toward the answer. Town Council member Dan Caton sits on the subcommittee, and while he says 2027 may still seem like a long way away, now is the time to think about gondola long-term planning.
1: Because a huge amount of this will come from funding, federal funding, we got to get going because that takes years.
0: There will be a leadership committee meeting regarding the gondola on November 9th. That will include Mountain Village and Telluride Town Councils, San Miguel County, TMBOA, Telski, and Smart. The aim is to approve the Gondola Plan past 2027 in November of next year. People across San Miguel County stepped up when the coronavirus pandemic hit. Medical center staff jumped into action. Grocery store and post office employees kept going to work through lockdown. Teachers switched to a whole new way of educating children. This week the San Miguel Board of County Commissioners took a moment to recognize some of the everyday residents of the community with backgrounds in epidemiology, statistics, and medicine who have volunteered their time to help get the county through the pandemic.
1: Whereas Joel Lee, Elizabeth Reagan, Jeff Coker, Greg Craig, Thomas Preston, and Eileen Barrett have been serving on an advisory group for San Miguel County Public Health since August 2020, And whereas members of this group were instrumental in implementing multiple COVID response programs.
0: That's County Commissioner Lance Waring reading a proclamation recognizing the Public Health Advisory Group. The proclamation points to the group's work with the CO2 monitoring program, COVID wastewater data, ventilation consulting, and data analysis. Public Health Director Grace Franklin extended her gratitude for the group in stepping up to help the county in COVID response. This group is really um, experts and leaders in the field of public health and health care that live in our community and really wanted to make a difference throughout um, this pandemic response. Um, and they really have been instrumental in um, how public health has moved forward, um, brainstorming uh, really Um, hard-to-grasp concepts, and then um, helping implement programs um, that have really uh, moved us forward and become leaders within our own state. With unanimous support, the Board of County Commissioners approved the proclamation.
1: Therefore, be it resolved, the citizens of San Miguel County would like to thank and appreciate Joel Lee, Elizabeth Reagan, Jeff Coker, Greg Craig, Thomas Preston, and Eileen Barrett for their volunteer work with public health and commend them for their work above and beyond the call of duty.
0: Done and approved. October 20th, 2021. San Miguel County residents need to prepare to dial all the numbers for a telephone number, even if it's a local call. Last year, the Federal Communications Commission approved the number 988 as a three-digit abbreviated dialing code to reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, starting in 2022. But in order to make that number work, a number of area codes with local dialing, like 970 in Colorado, will need to switch to 10-digit local dialing. That means including the area code with every call. Starting Saturday, October 24th, calls will not be completed as dialed unless they include the area code and the telephone number. San Miguel County officials encourage individuals and businesses to check and update websites, stationery, checks, pet tags to ensure they have the 10-digit phone number. They add calls from 970 numbers to 970 numbers will remain local and the rates of the call will not increase due to the dialing change. Beginning July 16, 2022, individuals can reach the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by calling 988. Until then, and continuing after, individuals can reach the lifeline by calling 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. In Montezuma County, the Fairgrounds Speedway has become an establishment that's beloved by the community. It provides opportunities for kids to learn skills and be part of the community. In Cortez, KSJD's Sophia
2: Stewart Rossi reports. It's a Saturday night in Cortez, Colorado. Cars are speeding around in the Montezuma County Fairground Speedway with drivers of all ages behind their wheels. Some of them are kids as young as 10 years old. Sienna Small is in fifth grade. She just started racing this summer season. For the small family, racing is a family event. Many generations come together at the Speedway to watch who can build the fastest car and drive it to victory. For Sienna, the family racing tradition is obvious, even from her race car sponsors. And It says sponsored by Gene Williams has been the Speedway's promoter for the past few seasons, and spectators say Gene and his wife, Sissy, really focus on getting kids involved. For example, they started the Kids Shack at the Speedway. The Kids Shack is just a little kiosk that sells everything from snow cones to glow-in-the-dark bracelets to soda, you name it, and more. But more importantly, no kid walks away from the shack empty-handed, even if they don't have enough money. Rusty Bryan is one of the Speedway staff members who helps out at the kids' shack. He says helping the kids is what the racetrack is all about.
1: There's a lot of bad things that happen in Cortez, and a lot of kids come out here from uh, zero to 25. They all come out here. They have a good time.
2: Many parents say the Speedway isn't just a fun event. It's an event that teaches structure for their kids.
1: Uh, They have to work on their track, their car, To get it ready the whole entire year. You know, they have to earn money and work
0: towards building it and learn how to put the motors together and order tires. You know, it's a whole year's process to run for four or five months.
2: That's Andy Bundy. She's been on the racetrack since she was five years old thanks to her dad showing her the track here in Montezuma County. And now Bundy has a kid of her own that loves going to the racetrack. And she also knows how important it is to have hobbies in rural areas. Drugs is a huge thing here in Cortez. And at the Speedway, drugs and even alcohol are strictly prohibited. Melanie Begay works with the Counties That Care, which is part of the Montezuma County Public Health Department. Communities That Care is an evidence-based prevention model that promotes healthy youth development, improves youth outcomes, and increases positive youth behaviors in Montezuma County with the goal of preventing substance abuse.
0: It's important for all youth living in um, rural or urban areas to have safe community spaces because when they have an area for youth to go, it's also associated with lower risk of substance use.
2: Begay says Communities That Care did an assessment with residents and found that there are a lot of unknown activities outside of school for kids. So they developed a youth activity calendar to help promote pro-social involvement. Pro-social involvement is when youth can participate with others and make connections with them, something that Sienna, the new 10-year-old race car driver, enjoys doing at the racetrack.
1: You're going to make lots of new
2: friends. As for when exactly the fairgrounds next season will be, that's unknown. In the meantime, the county says it's looking for a new promoter while still remaining open to negotiations with Gene Williams. For KSJD News, I'm Sophia Stewart-Rossi.
1: Yeah. Let's go pack it in, guys. Woo! Have fun, everybody.
0: The number of people hospitalized with COVID 19 continues to climb in Colorado with a vast majority of patients unvaccinated. As KOTO's Scott Franz reports, government and health officials are pleading with the public to get vaccinated.
1: Governor Jared Polis was visibly frustrated as he took to the podium on Thursday to once again beg residents to get vaccinated. It'd be over. If we had everybody vaccinated, no pandemic, I wouldn't be up here. I'd be, we'd be doing other things. Uh, but we're not because about a quarter of Coloradans have yet to make the decision to protect themselves. He said more than 1,100 Coloradans are hospitalized with the virus, and heart surgeries and other operations are being postponed because of it. He's urging residents to get booster doses of the vaccine when available and get flu shots because of dwindling ICU capacity. I'm Scott Franz at the State Capitol.
0: The National Weather Service forecast for the western San Juans calls for partly cloudy skies tonight with a low around 35 degrees. Saturdays should see increasing clouds with a high in the mid-50s. Saturday night, there is a chance of rain showers, followed by a chance of snow showers, with a low around freezing. Sunday, expect mostly sunny skies during the day and partly cloudy skies at night, with a high around 50 degrees and a low around 35. This has been the news for Friday, October 22nd. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 970-728-3206.